Welcome to day 333. We're counting down maybe about 31, 32 more days before the end of this year. And God has been faithful to us. We are reading from Romans chapter 5, 6, 7, and 8 on day 333. Trinity, Trinity, Trinity. So you know this is going to be a powerful, powerful read. Just let's pray and then we'll give a little commentary on the chapters and then read that word. And know too that we are reading from the authorized King James Version. If you don't have your Bible, go grab your Bible and read along with us as we look into this Holy Writ. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this 333, 333rd day of 2021. You've been faithful, you've been good, and you've brought us this far to bring us over and through to 2022. And we bless your name. Thank you for the reading of this word, that through this word, we will see you more clearly, love you more dearly, and follow you more nearly is my prayer in Jesus' name. Amen and hallelujah. Just a little commentary, as I said, Romans 5. It's a powerful, powerful chapter. It tells us about the benefits of being justified through faith and how it gives us access to grace, God's ability to walk in this life through the power of the Holy Ghost. It shows us, too, about the distinction between two men the first man, Adam, that led to death, and the second man, Jesus, who left us life, lead us to life everlasting. In Romans chapter 6, we can see that it's this grace that makes us safe, that under grace, we can deal with the battles of our flesh. We can deal with habitual sins and we can deal with the problems that come along with occasional sin. That we are be dead to sin and alive to Christ, slaves to righteousness, that grace that flows from his victory. Romans 6. In Romans 7, we see there there's the exposing of the weakness of the law. And it's that struggle that you see in the flesh. The things I would do, I don't do. The things I need to do, I don't do. Uh huh. And it tells us how the Spirit of God has led us to be dead to the law. And it shows us that the law was just sent to us to be a teacher. And let us know that we cannot save ourselves. And that the law in of itself is not good enough. That we don't need just a teacher, we need a savior. And at the end of Romans 7, it shows us that we have victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. And Romans 8 takes us even further. So don't stop in 7, go into 8. And we can find a new and a wonderful life through the Spirit. That's how we handle that struggle, by the Spirit of God. And it talks about the sufferings of this present world cannot be compared to the glory that's about to be revealed in Jesus' name. So we have that life in the spirit, contrasted with the life in the flesh. 
And it's our obligation to live in the spirit. That's where the victory is. We know the path to victory is to walk in the spirit. It makes us able to understand and endure any sufferings that come because it's not even be to compared of the glory that's going to be revealed. He will make it all worth our while. And then we have triumphant victory in the, the spirit. We have a triumphant life as we walk in the spirit. Praise God. Let's do our reading in the name of Jesus. Chapter 5. Hallelujah. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace, wherein we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. And not only so, but we glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulation worketh patience. And patience, experience, and experience hope. And hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. When we were yet without strength in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet preadventure for a good man someone even dare to die. But God commendeth his love towards us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from the wrath through him. For if when ye were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the atonement. Wherefore, as by one man's sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. For unto the law sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed when there is no law. Nevertheless, death reigned. From Adam to Moses, even over them that had not sinned after the similitude of Adam's transgression, who is the figure of him that was to come. But now as the offense, so also is the free gift. For if through the offense of many, for if through the offense of one, many be dead, much more the grace of God. And the gift by grace, which is by one man, Jesus Christ, has abounded unto many. And not as it was by that sin, so is the gift. For the judgment was by one to condemnation, but the free gift is of many offenses unto justification. For if by one man's offense death reigned, by one, much more they which receive the abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one, Jesus Christ. Therefore, as by the offense of one judgment came upon all men to condemnation, even so by the righteousness of one, the free gift came upon all men unto justification of life. For as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, so by the obedience of one 
shall many be made righteous. Moreover, the law entered that the offense might abound. But where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. That as sin hath reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. Chapter 6. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer than? Know ye not that so many of us as were baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into his death? Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. For we have been planted together in the likeness of his death. We shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. For he that is dead is free from sin. Now if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. Knowing that Christ, being raised from the dead, dieth no more, death hath no more dominion over him. For in that he died, he died unto sin once, but in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Likewise, reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body, that ye should obey it in the lust thereof. Neither yield ye your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourselves unto God as those that are alive from the dead and your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under the law, but under grace. What then shall we say? Because we're not under the law, but under grace. What then shall we sin? Because we are not under the law, but under grace? God forbid, know ye not, that to whom ye yield yourselves servants to obey, his servants ye are to whom ye obey, whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness. But God bethink that ye were the servants of sin, but ye have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine which was delivered to you. Being then made free from sin, ye became the servants of righteousness. I speak at the matter of men because of the infirmity of your flesh. But as ye have yielded your members servants to uncleanness and to iniquity unto iniquity, even so now yield your members servants to righteousness unto holiness. For when ye were the servants of sin, ye were free from righteousness. What fruit had ye then in those things whereof ye are now ashamed? For the end of those things is death. But now being made free from sin and become the servants to God, ye have your fruit unto holiness and the end everlasting life. For the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Chapter 7 Know ye not, brethren, 
For I speak to them that know the law. How do the law have dominion over a man as long as he liveth? For the woman which hath an husband is bound by the law to her husband so long as he liveth. But if the husband be dead, she is loose from the law of her husband. So then, if while her husband liveth, she be married to another man, she shall be called an adulteress. But if her husband be dead, she is free from that law, so that she is no adulteress, though she be married to another man. Wherefore, my brethren, ye also are become dead to the law by the body of Christ, that ye should be married to another, even to him who is raised from the dead, that we should bring forth fruit unto God. For when we were in the flesh, the motions of sins, which were by the law, did work in our members to bring forth fruit unto death. But now we are delivered from the law. But now we are delivered from the law, that being dead wherein ye were held, that we should serve in newness of spirit and not in the oldness of the letter. What shall we say then? Is the law sin? God forbid. Nay, I had not known sin but by the law. For I had not known lust except the law has said thou should not covet. But sin taken occasion by the commandment wrought in me all manner of concupiscence. For without the law, sin was dead. For I was alive without the law once. But when the commandment came, sin revived and I died. And the commandment which was ordained to life I found to be unto death. For sin taken occasion by the commandment deceived me and slew by it me, yes, for sin taken occasion by the commandment deceived me, and by it slew me. Wherefore the law is holy, the commandment holy and just and good. Was then that which is good made death unto me? God forbid. But sin that it might appear sin, working death in me by that which is good, that sin by the commandment might become exceeding sinful. For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am carnal, sold under sin. For that which I do, I allow not. For that which I do, I allow not. For what I would, that do I not. For what I hate, that do I. If then I do that which I would not, I consent unto the law that it is good. Now then it is no more I that doeth, but sin that dwelleth in me. For I know that in me that is in my flesh dwelleth no good thing. For to will is present with me, but how to perform that which is good I find not. For the good that I would I do not, but the evil which I would not that I do. Now if I do that I would not, it is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. I find then a law that when I would do good, evil is present with me. For I delight in the law of God after the end with men. But I see another law in my members, warring against the law of my mind, and bringing me into captivity into the law of sin which is in my members. O wretched man that I am! 
Who shall deliver me from the body of this death? I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then with the mind, I myself serve the law of God. But with the flesh, the law of sin. Chapter 8. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus have made me free from the law of sin and death. What the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for the sin condemned sin in the flesh, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. For to be calmly minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it's not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. But ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit, if so be that the spirit of God dwell in you. Now if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh to live after the flesh. For if ye live after the flesh, ye shall die. But if ye through the spirit do mortify, the deeds of the body ye shall live. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit itself bear witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ, if so be that we suffer with him, that we might also glorify together, that we may be also glorified together. For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. For the earnest expectation of the creature waited for the manifestation of the sons of God. For the creature was made subject to vanity, not willingly, but by reason of him who have subjected the same in hope. Because the creature itself also shall be delivered from bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation groaneth and travaileth and pain together unto now. And not only they, but ourselves also, which have first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves grown within ourselves, waiting for the adoption to wit the redemption of our body. For we are saved by hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. 
For what a man seeth, why doth he yet hope for? But if we hope for that we see not, then we do with patience wait for it. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And he that searcheth the heart knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the call according to his purpose. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the call according to his purpose. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to become to be conformed to the image of his son. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called, and whom he called, them he also justified, and whom he justified, them he also glorified. What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? He that spared not his own son, but deliver him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justifieth. Who is he that condemneth? It is Christ that died, yea, rather, that is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God, who also maketh intercession for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or pearl, or sword? As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that love us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor death, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Hallelujah. That ends the reading of day 333, 333. I read the whole Bible every year. Father, we just praise you and thank you for this mighty, mighty reading of the Triple Trinity Day, 333rd day of 2021. You be praised and you be glorified. We continue to walk in the spirit and not to fulfill the desires of the flesh. Rejoicing that we know that all things work together for our good because we love you and call according to your purpose. And that nay in all things we are more than conquerors. 
For this we give you glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen.